What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for stopping by the podcast tonight. If this is your guys' first time here, uh, pretty much what we do is we get to know some of the masterminds behind some of the people behind some of the top lawns in America. And today, I introduce you to a special edition of America's Top Lawns. And today, we're going to take the show international <laughs> all the way up to Canada, <laughs> to the great white north. You may have heard him dominating your airwaves if you live in Canada, or you may have seen him on TV reviewing the latest Star Wars movie. And with that, I introduce you guys to Roz Weston. What's, What's going, going on, Roz? How are you? Dude, I'm doing good. How you doing, man? I'm real great. I'm I'm so freaked out to be here. I've done I don't even know, a hundred interviews, hundreds of interviews, and my wife has been on me all weekend because she knows how excited I am for this. This is the first time I've ever got to talk lawns with people on, uh, with, I guess, like the, on, on YouTube and in the community. So I'm extremely humbled and uh, very happy to be here. Uh, well, you know what, man? Uh, we're definitely happy to be here. I want to jump to the comments because I see there's a couple people that are here to support us. I want to give a few shout outs. What's going on, Super TA? How you doing? Alan Fogelson. Uh, Pacific Northwest Lawn, Striper Man. What's going on, Striper Man? Ron Henry's in the building. What's up, Ron? Ron's got some awesome content, too. He does. Uh, Rosie, yeah, you got to check him out. Uh, lawn Journeys. What's going on, Lawn Journeys? Papa Mo's Low, Grace Ortiz. Oh, we got a full house tonight. Bermuda Brian, Andy's Lawn Care and Outdoor Adventures. And I know that we were talking earlier, Roz. Uh, Brett's Grasscapades is in the building. <laughs> What's going on? That uh over here we also got around the house with pat jason sieverlich oh man thank you guys all for stopping by bermuda boss uh so what you up to today ross nothing i i swear we had it's i guess what is it up here right now 36 degrees i guess it would be three or four degrees celsius and uh i was out at the cottage where the where the lawn is because i live in toronto i live in the city and we don't uh, my lawn is not in my primary place my lawn is out at the cottage which is about an hour 15 outside of the city so we were out there for new year's and we had there was no snow and i looked at it and i was like oh my god i could like if i had the mower here because they're at a friend's place for the winter uh it's like if i had the mower here i could have mowed this uh this weekend and then by the time we left today we had two inches of snow so there was no uh there was no mowing but i i did get to rake a little is what i wound up doing this weekend uh, well i'll be honest with you ross don't feel too bad because here in chicago uh we haven't had snow but it has been colder than 36 degrees i think it's colder here than it is by you right now oh yeah most most definitely we've had like we were up in before the holidays i think it was like i think it was like almost 50 here or something like that like it was really it was really quite beautiful but we've had snow and then it, and then it goes up again and then it melts away and then i i check what i do is i have i just go I, i'm like a, a lot of guys where I, I i look at the lawn on the security camera the, the vast majority of times when i'm looking at my lawn it's not me opening a window or walking outside it's through the security cameras because monday to friday when i'm in the city that's how i I, that's how I look at the lawn. I, I know the sprinklers and I know when they come on, I go on the security <laughs> camera and make sure the thing is going and it's all getting watered. And then, uh, and then that's it. And then I, I, I head up on, on Friday and, uh, and start doing lawn stuff. I remember watching one of your videos. I know that, uh, you've been like overseeding with RPR, right? They're a regenerative. I did. Yeah. So I, God, I mean, it's difficult 
and I don't know if you, if you guys in the in the states really appreciate just how difficult it is for somebody who wants to get in the lawn game. If you're in Canada, um, we have so many bylaws and things you can and can't do and can and can't buy. We can't buy Grubex here. Like you what? can't buy, you can't do, you can't do it. They would, they won't sell it. And our fertilizers are all natural and our herbicides are all natural. And, and it's not that I'm against that. Like there, there's, there is a world for that. And there's an argument to be made, you know, for that, but, but getting into the lawn game, when you start sitting, when you go on YouTube and like everybody else does, where you Google the perfect lawn. And then you just fall down the hole with, you know, watching all these videos. That's really where it started for me. And then you start to say, you start to just do a product list and what do I need and what can I get? And it is unbelievably difficult to achieve what you guys do with what you can buy at a garden store with what, what you're able to get in Canada, because we just can't get it. All right. So you told me that you kind of have issues like getting grub and fertilizers and, uh, and herbicides. So what exactly steps do you take to, you know, make sure your lawn is looking top notch? Because uh, yeah. as you can see from the picture, it looks great. No, it, and it's and it's a lot. Of, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a lot of work because there are people that put way more work into it than I did. I, I do. I do the work. I don't do a lot of work. Um, but y you have to find places there. There's uh, Seed Ranch was a was a website that I that I found a long time ago, and, and they had a Canadian division of Seed Ranch, which was like SeedRanch.ca, and .ca means means Canadian. Sounds and, sketchy. Yeah, it sounds sketchy. <laughs> uh, but but they had, but it was like Seed World. It's like everything that you could get at Seed World, and um and they shipped with a a, a, a courier company that wasn't. I had a problem with either FedEx or DHL or one of them. And every time I ordered something from Florida, it would get to the border and then it would be returned. So I would literally track my package and it would go from Florida to Michigan, to upstate New York, to Quebec, to, 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 to the border of Quebec, and then it would go all the way back down again. So everything I ordered, literally tracking was like this. And everything I ordered was being sent back and sent back and sent back. So I had to start ordering stuff in pieces and I had to find things that were that were okay. And then that's when I got into spraying because ordering liquids and getting liquids across the border um, was easier than getting bags of granulars or or bags of anything else. And that was the way to do it. And that's why I that's why I started spraying was because it was just out of sheer necessity. Dude, it sounds like customs illegally confiscated your illegal uh, import of all fertilizers. Of it, all of it. I, I'm out. I swear to you, I'm not even lying. I am out hundreds of dollars chasing packages that never arrived to from places that wouldn't give me a refund, or it got lost, or it got, or it got whatever. Like it's it's not easy up here. It's really not. Man, we gotta start a dark web page, man, for we fertilizers do, in Canada. I know. I know <laughs> we got we got <laughs> man who knows maybe there's a business opportunity there <laughs> I'm not doing it you can do it I ain't got I don't have time for that <laughs> yeah I don't blame you man <laughs> but uh, I know that since you have the RPR and I know that it's been performing well next to your pool area I remember seeing that in the video how's the color holding up right now in the winter yeah sorry I just have to to, I have three cats, so I just said that they're going to come and attack me during this. So, uh, so yeah, so I had RPR because I was looking for seed and what you get here, if you walk into a Home Depot, like you can't walk into a Home Depot in, in Ontario and find Kentucky bluegrass. Like it doesn't, it doesn't exist. Like you have to go specialty, 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 find a place, all this other stuff. So I found a place in north of the city that dealt with Berenbrook and dealt with RPR. 
And um, they wound up delivering me two bags. And then I had put all of that down. And then we had a septic problem where if you live in the country, we had the septic tank and then the leach field and everything else. And they had to dig the whole thing up. So I lost two years worth of progress because they had to dig up 4,000 square feet um, to put in the septic and the leach field and work it around the pool and everything else. So I lost all that progress, but I was really, really loving the RPR when I put it down. And then when I went to reseed, um, they brought in a guy who hydro seeded the the whole the whole thing and they they hydro seeded at like the beginning of july or whatever what kind of seed were they using garbage (laughs) contractor mix yeah garbage and (laughs) uh, and i remember he told he was trying to explain to me how great his seed was because he had this the 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 truck where they do the hydro seeding and the giant hose that came out and it was a big sort of metal it it was it was the, the exact kind of trailer where you haul horses right so they had a horse trailer and they had all their gear inside of the horse trailer And he was showing me and he's like, look at the floor of this trailer. And it was a metal floor. And he's like, look at the floor of this. And there's grass growing on the floor of his metal trailer. And he's like, and he's like, this grass will grow anywhere. And I looked at it and I didn't know any better. And so I I, I said, do it. And they sprayed it the wrong time of year. And I wound up getting 5,000 square feet of just nothing but weeds. It was awful. The grass didn't take. And then I killed it all and I couldn't get RPR again. So I went with Champion GQ. Um, for that summer. And I put down Champion GQ and it was great. And the, 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 the color was really, it was good. I was happy with it, uh, but it didn't take the way RPR did. And then this following year, I went back to RPR for a full overseed and, uh, and I'm extremely happy with it. I think that it does, RPR does for me when it comes to uh, ryegrass, RPR does really, really well around borders, around the, the pool coping where the stone gets really hot because I have 7,000 square feet and no shade. And it is just beating sun all day long. Like it is, an, it's it's an incredible punishment of sun uh, in the summer. And so the RPR for me out of the seed that I've had, and there's a place in, in Canada called Spear Seeds, which I've tried as well. And uh, RPR just performs the best out of all of them. You know, I was looking at uh, your piece of property, Roz. I know it looks like it's in the hills, right? Yeah, it's it's up. The elevation is incredible. And even my lawn, and I don't know if you can see it in the videos, but one of the things that makes it difficult is my whole lawn is on a slope. So from the driveway to the bottom of the lawn, it's probably the difference of about 15 feet over maybe 200 feet, right? So it's it's a big slope. And then where the pool is, um, I have about 35, 40 feet that's on about a 45 degree angle. And so it's a big drop off from where the where the back of the pool is. And so it's those are challenges that are are difficult when you start talking, you know, real mowing and everything else, dealing with that kind of that kind of incline. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's tough. But we is, are up high. We're up high, very high. Is, is there any difference in the temperature between like up in the hills and, you know, where you live, where you live normally? <clears throat> um, no, it's around the same because we're only about an hour and 15 minutes east. Um, but I will say this is that it's very windy where we are and which is great because in the summer there's no bugs there's no mosquitoes there's no anything else um but dealing with the dealing with the wind i had a down tree last year we had there's all sorts of other things to to deal with because i'm not there full time uh so it's uh it's it's a challenge but but i like it i like the elevation we have a beautiful lake view and i have no neighbors i can go out on my deck and i don't see another house right it's absolute yeah it's just it's absolute uh it's absolute solid 
solitude. And that's sort of what we, that's sort of what we wanted when we, when we found the plane. And that's the kind of vibe that I got, you know, when watching your videos, I mean, I see that, you know, you're in the entertainment business and things like that. So I could imagine having like your own place of solitude is like, what can give you Zen, you know? Yeah. And it is. And I, and I think a lot of it is that I grew up in a really small town. I grew my high school had 500 kids in it. And so I grew up in a really small town. And when, when you grew up in a small town, the only thing you want to do is you want to get out you want to get to a city. And I went from that little town to New York city in the nineties. And I lived in New York for a while. And then I moved back from New York to Toronto. And then I just spent my last, you know, 20 years sort of in, in this city. Toronto's very much like Chicago. It's probably the closest comparable American city and uh and then at a certain point you just you just start to crave that thing that you ran away from which was you know just openness and space and solitude and then we we had a kid and i remember roxy my daughter was about five when we found this place this cottage before we did the reno on it and we pulled up into the driveway to go and look at it and she jumped out of the back seat and started running down the lawn. And Catherine and I, my wife, we looked at each other. And we're like, oh, my God, is this the first time she's ever played on grass? Like, is this the first time she's ever, like, seen, like, this big of a lawn? And, and it was. And so we pulled the trigger on it and just and, and bought it immediately. Uh, you know, I could feel the same way. I grew up in the city of Chicago. The only difference is I don't think I'll ever crave that city back again because I just keep moving farther and farther away. Oh, from do you? It. Yeah. 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 Uh, real quick, Roz, I wanted to jump to the comments. Uh, Go for it. Uh, Ron Henry asked you a question. He said, what kind of grass do you have? Uh, I think you have, you said you have champion GQ right now. No. Yeah. Right now, uh, I, I, I did, I've gone I've gone RPR, champion GQ, and now I'm back full on, uh, full on RPR. Oh, okay. Uh, and those are both perennial ryegrass well ryegrass correct yes right. yeah yeah and then uh hey i got a pretty funny question over here from brett's grass capades yeah he said hey Roz, if you were to give your pro stripe away to a fellow low mo youtube channel who would that be and when can i expect it to arrive uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i love the pro stripe and i don't know why more people don't have them it's so wild to me because I, and I don't know whether they're not accessible or whatever it is in the States or, or why people sort of shy away from them, because that design, that like sort of hater design in the UK is extremely popular. And I don't know why people don't <laughs> people don't have them. But, yeah, I'll send it to you. No problem. You know, <laughs> you know, I was kind of curious about the Pro Stripe, you know, and I looked online and I don't even know where you could buy them. I mean, is that like readily available in Canada or did no, you have to like no, go looking hardcore? For no, it? no. Again, nothing is readily available in Canada. <laughs> There's no there is no dealer that sells a, a real mower or I called Toro. I found a, a contact at Toro in 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 Canada and I called them and I've been doing all sorts of lawn. What happened was in years ago before swordman was in the u.s they were only still in europe and i had got a hold of the swordman rep because i found them online and i started talking to him and i was building a mower online and i was going to pull the trigger on it and they were going to send it to me and cover the shipping costs for it at the time as long as i as long as i paid for the mower and it was an incredible price in canadian dollars i think it came out to something like six grand or something like that and it was just a, it was a wild amount of money um but but i was going to do it and that was the year that the septic blue in in our place so i had to spend this enormous amount of money fixing the septic so i couldn't get the swordman and then the following summer i was looking for something and that's when i discovered haters and then i found the toro pro stripe and i had to call toro directly 
They didn't sell them in Canada. They flew it in from, I think it was South Carolina wow. is where they, they flew it in from and it landed in Toronto. And then the Toro rep um, drove it out from the city to the my, my place himself and uh, and delivered it, which was just an, an incredible gesture. It was, it was so wild. But I have still never met anybody who's even used one, let alone owns one. Well, real quick, uh, can you tell the viewers exactly what the Pro Stripe is for the ones that don't sure. know? Sure. Yeah. So the Pro Stripe is very much like the, the Hater mower in the UK, which is it's a rotary mower and it has two front wheels and there are no back wheels. The back wheel is a roller, much like a, a real mower, much like a Toro Pro Stripe or much like a uh, like a, a Greensmaster. It's a roller. And um, so it's it's a combo. It's like half you know, it's it's like a rotary with a roller on the back, and the roller sort of works the exact same as as what you're as what you're used to, and it stripes beautifully, and it has this weird blade on it. So when you look at the blade underneath, it has like shark fins that go up on the edges of the blade that like do I don't even know what they do, but it's like it's not a blade that you can just go and replace anywhere. You actually have to call Toro to replace it. Um, but it cuts beautifully. It's 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 as far as a rotary goes. It's not a real mode. Like, I want to say this, like it stripes incredibly well. The cut is good. The stripes are incredible. Like it is so precise. Like the lines that it, it especially if you have ryegrass, the lines that it leaves are like perfect lines. There's no sort of folding. You don't have to go over and over and over again. It stripes beautifully. The cut is like, the cut is good. So let me ask you this. I know that it does have wheels on it. Do the wheels leave like a little bit of an indent or does the, the roller on it take care no. of it completely? No, because the wheels are set in on the front. So the roller is wider than what the front wheels are. Right. So there's no wheel marks. There's never going to be a wheel mark when you're using the pro stripe. It's just the, 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 the design. It's an it's an incredible design. Um, so, no, there's there's no there's no wheel marks whatsoever. And it's a rotary motor uh, rotary mower that I can get to. I think it'll mow if I'm and I may be off on this, but I, I know that I mow at um 0.75 of an inch with the rotary mo with the with the pro stripe and it has another level below that as well so it'll mow low it's just a rotary low so we have a question over here from bermuda boss he said is the drum split in the back that's a good question it is yeah it is it is it's a it's it's split in the middle and so when you do turn it's very maneuverable oh okay uh, your yeah. greens master i know it has the split drum but is it very maneuverable for you because sometimes mine is kind of tight yeah, the Greens Master. I like the green. My, I don't think my lawn is. My lawn's not perfect for a Greens Master. I'm on a big incline, and I do have those hills. And even though I did level with sand, I need about two other sand applications on it to just fix the damage that has been done over the year. And I like the cut of the the, the Greens Master does a, a, a fantastic cut as it should. Um, but the stripes that the Greens Master leaves, because I'm still so uneven in so many places, um, I'll I'll sometimes use the Greens Master for the cut and then raise up the Pro Stripe and go over everything I just did with the Greens master master to lay in the stripes with the pro stripe because my pro stripe stripes better than my greens master so my greens master cuts better but the pro stripe stripes better if that makes sense so would you say that the pro stripe is probably more practical for your situation 
Yeah, for me, I use the ProStrike far more often than I do. Um, I, I just, I took off, I, I have hardy board, um, board and bat and siding on the pool house. And I I took off two, two of the, 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 the boards with the, um, the wheel prongs off to the side because I just wasn't used to using the, the greens master. And so now I got to get the contractor to come back and fix the pool house because I destroyed it mowing the lawn. <laughs> Yeah, you know, actually, we, I was talking about that uh, with Brett on my last podcast, and he was saying, like, how he just completely messed up the side of his house because, oh. <laughs> because uh, like he said, I mean, when you when you engage the traction, I mean, it just takes off, you know? It does, and, yeah. And yeah. Th- things I, happen I, fast. Yeah, I, I, I was saying to somebody that uh, that owning a, owning a Greensmaster is like owning a well-trained bull. You know, it's, it'll do what you want, but if you let it go, it's just going to destroy everything. Uh, yeah, dude, I totally agree with you. Uh, so like when you first got the greens master, like, were you thinking about leveling? I, I did see you had a video yeah. about leveling, right? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I was, that was sort of my, my, my big long, my big long plan was to do exactly that. Um, and I got the greens master. I, I, you have to understand how incredibly difficult it is to find a real mower in Canada, just as a consumer, as a regular homeowner who wants to, to jazz up their lawn. It's incredibly difficult. And I had been searching for months and months and months after I let that Swordman deal go. And I found one on Kijiji, and the guy was about thirty-five minutes away. Where, where from was me. it at? On Kijiji, Craigslist. Oh, oh okay. Right, Craigslist. Um, so I, I found I found one on there used, and I, I drove. I called the guy immediately because these never show up. And I called the guy, and I was like, "Hey, listen, I'm going to come out there in three days, but let me." email you right now $50 as a deposit and if I get out there and I don't want it you can keep the 50 bucks just don't sell it before Friday and this was like Tuesday because I knew what this was like I knew that there was lawn guys out there who were going to start going bonkers for this thing and then so I so I drove out there and he was selling it and and my 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 greens master has I think it's 860 hours on it like very yeah very very little and he was selling this for $900. All ready to go? Ready to go. And nice. I went out there and he was talking to me that he had a friend who worked at a it was a, a law firm and they were dealing with a golf course that went under and there was an auction and all of this stuff. So he paid $900 for this Greensmaster. And when I got there, he's like, let me just show you. It's really cool. He's like, let me show you that it works. And he fired it up. And he engaged it and he started rolling over his lawn with it, but he didn't take the wheels off. <laughs> and I was sitting here and I'm like, this guy has no idea how what to even doing. use this, what he's doing. And he said, he was talking about how it just, it doesn't cut great and you need special, <laughs> gr- you need special grass and you need this and this and this. And in my head, I'm like, dude, these wheels come off. Like you pop them off, like watch a YouTube video. Anyway, so he <laughs> He was real straight up and he said, listen, I don't want to make a dollar off this. I just want to sell it for the exact same amount of money that I paid for it. And so he sold it to me for 900 bucks. What a schmuck. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I love him. Yeah. No, that's good though, man. That's good. It sounds like you got a good deal on that, dude. I, yeah, I, I know that we were talking earlier and you told me that like you're really fond of liquid applications. Uh, tell me a little bit about what kind of liquids you like to use. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I started with where did I start with liquids? I started with urea, like a lot of other people. Do. Oh yeah, I uh, love because, the urea. Uh, yeah, it's and it's and it's incredible because <laughs> you know buying granular urea and again buying granular urea in Canada is I bought a bag of urea um in about in august and i found a place that would sell granular urea because i thought maybe i'll do granular this this fall and when i got it the guy was like wow you're really early on this huh and i was like no i'm like right on time with this and he's like yeah but you got like months before it snows and i was like i'm putting this on the lawn and he goes <laughs> what are you putting it on the lawn for and i go because it's awesome on a lawn and he goes, I've never sold a bag of this stuff to anybody for any other reason than melting snow in the winter. Wow. I didn't even know that you could use it to melt snow. I, that's I, mean, I all, know you that's, can. That's I know all you, they use it for up here. I know you could use like sodium chloride and things like that, but I never knew you could use urea. Yeah, that's all they do up here. It's, it's farm stores and they just sell it for melting ice. That's all they sell it for. He had never sold a bag. Never sold a bag for anybody who wanted to put it on a lawn. Do they spray it or throw it down raw? Throw it down. Really? Throw it down. Yeah, they keep it in a bucket and they just use a scoop and they just throw it all over the walkway. And that's wow. uh, that's their that's their winter treatment. Yeah. So anyway, so 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 there was that. So I um, I like spraying because one I I, I sort of I. I I like the precision of spraying and I like mixing and it's part of it for me. It's just a little bit more fun than throwing things in the hopper and just sort of walking. I like the idea of sort of being a little bit of a chemist and learning an extra step because with granulars, you know, you just, you sort of turn the dial and you hope for the best. Um, but with spraying, I found that there was an extra level of things that I wanted to learn. And I really wanted to sort of get into the chemistry behind it. And I wanted to learn as much as I could about, you know, applications. And I wanted to calibrate my own sprayer. And I wanted to do all of this, all of this stuff and sort of just take it to that next level. And I just found that my results when it comes to using liquids, whether it's, you know, iron or nitrogen or any of the other products, my results are always so much better if I use liquids than if I use granulars. In, in a minute, Roz, I want to talk about how you like to calibrate your sprayer because it looks like you have one of the coolest ways I've ever seen oh, yeah, <laughs> using yeah. the BPMs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, but real quick, I do want to uh, refer to the comments real quick. Lawn Journeys has a question. Uh, he said, uh, Roz, do you apply liquid apps with a backpack or a hose end? And uh, if so, what brand and model do you use? Good question. Um, I do. Um, I've done both. Uh, I found uh, so sim simple lawn solutions, which everybody knows. And I know that Ryan Knorr has a deal with simple lawn solutions. Yeah. Before Ryan, before Ryan started using simple lawns, before he had his deal, he was using them, and he, he's the one that turned me on to simple lawn solutions. And again, not something you can buy in Canada. Um, but I called them in Florida, and I got their. I think her name is Brittany, who who was who works for Simple Lawn Solutions, and she was actually from Ottawa, so she was from Canada. And then I pleaded with her. I was like, "Listen, I can't get any of this stuff here." And so Simple Lawn Solutions put a box together for me, and they sent me they sent me a box um, last 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 summer, and I and I, I paid for it. It wasn't it wasn't for free, um, but you so that's the sort of way you have to do things. And so um, when it comes to spraying, I much prefer backpack, and I had a Chapin backpack sprayer with the battery um, because I think that's where a lot of people start. It's readily available and it's dependable as hell. Um, so I used that and it died. And then I did a deal last 
summer with Ryobi and they um, sent me a bunch of stuff to review and we had a we had a, an endorsement deal going there. Uh, one of the things that they did send me that I didn't review was their backpack sprayer and their backpack sprayer is really great. The hose end is terrible. Uh, it's not it's huh. not good. So what, what every I, hose it's, end it's, sprayer sucks. It's yeah, so it's flimsy, right? No, no, sorry, sorry. I mean the, the end of the hose on the backpack sprayer, the the, the sort of long end oh, with, okay, the, yeah. with the with the tip on it. So I took off the one that came with the Ryobi backpack sprayer and I actually put on the Chapin end on it with their with their nozzle. Um, and it was a much better, it was a much better spray. But I like the it's powerful. The the and I haven't used I've used two. I've used the Chapin one and the Ryobi one. And uh, I like the Chapin one a lot. Uh, the Ryobi one, the straps are so much better. It feels like a backpack, like like you're actually going like climbing with it. Like it's super soft. The the the, the cross strap is really great. So those are the two that I use. I use the the, the Chapin and the the Ryobi. Well, you know, you could always upgrade the wand and the hose. I, I always see you, you know, on on the lawn forum making posts and things like that. Uh, have you seen the DFW wand that they have on the lawn forum? No, what is that? Uh, it's like a special custom wand that you can make with T-Jet nozzles and like premium hose fittings and premium handles. Really? Yeah. And you could like outfit it onto any sprayer that you want. And it like delivers like a premium like experience. If you, if you go on the lawn forum, type DFW wand. And I guarantee you, if you order those parts and you make it, it's going to upgrade your spraying experience like tenfold. Really? Yeah. So that, that, and that's my thing is that I, I'm sure I would get there eventually, but this is how I discover things is like you say, Hey, go on and, and, and search this. And then I, I discover something new. And I think that's really how I just got into all of this was I had, you know, I had all this space and I was, you know, I, I'm a big proponent in, you know, just getting good at things and doing things that you're not good at and improving and failing and all of this stuff. And I just Googled the perfect lawn and that was the, the, the that's where I started all of this. And so after you Google sort of like the, the perfect lawn, you start watching those videos, you start getting into hyper specifics. And that's where I am right now. Like that's where I, that's the sort of part of the process that I love right now is now I'm getting into the hyper specifics of, you know, exactly what you just said of like making your own nozzle for your backpack sprayer. Like that's what I, that's the kind of stuff that I enjoy right now. Uh, you know, I'm looking over here in the comments at Brett's grasscapades. This guy said something hilarious. <laughs> he said, quote, in quotes, Chapin, because it's reliable. Then it died. That's the yeah. reliability you get from a chicken. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was reliable. It was reliable. And then it died. Like that was, I don't That's even know. That's the end of and, it, right? And, and I don't know. And, and my thing is this, is that, you know, I, I, you know, I work on television. I host a radio show. I don't, I, I don't know how to wrench, you know, I can't take a motor apart and fix a Chapin, you know? And, and, and so for me, if the, if the, if the Chapin dies, I would rather spend the money on buying a new backpack sprayer than spending the time trying to figure out how to fix the Chapin. And, and I don't mean that as that I'm throwing money around. I mean, when it comes to my time in the lawn and doing what I enjoy, it comes down to what would I rather do, spend the time trying to fix something or the small amount of money to sort of buy a new, you know, buy a new Chapin and then continue on in the lawn because I don't have endless amounts of time. And, and so that's, and what it, that's what it came down to. And, you know, not to mention, I mean, Buying new lawn equipment. I mean, there's nothing more fun than that. No, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Like I, I, I love it. And and I have rules. That's like my too. therapy. Like, 
It is. It is. And I have, I have rules, which is I have, and I have a lot of gear. Like I, I I've just like started to really, really stack up on, on, on gear and, and seeds and chemicals. And before COVID happened, I bought 20 pounds of urea just to, to mix concentrated in, in, from this company called alpha chemicals on amazon.ca. <laughs> and I was so worried that COVID was going to happen and that they weren't going to be able to deliver anything to my house and then when it finally arrived i was so happy and i brought it to the cottage and i opened it up and everything else and i brought it down to the basement and i just stacked it on another amazon box and i was like what the hell is in this amazon box and i opened it up and it was it was it was another 50 pounds of urea that i had ordered six months before and i never and i never used Dude, so i still I just, got like, i'm stockpiling right i still got unopened boxes of amazon products in my garage right now yeah 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 hey, real but quick i want to yeah. real quick i want to give a super special shout out to bermuda boss thank you so much for the super sticker buddy i really appreciate it i'm sure you're used to hearing that sound right ross yeah <laughs> <laughs> on the radio station <laughs> oh man yeah, uh, you know I what that it. actually that actually segs me uh a little bit into that so ross uh so tell me a little bit about yourself like what you do for for a living for some of the viewers um i host uh, across canada uh, a radio show in the in the morning and then it's syndicated into other parts of the day across the country and that is then taken and put into a podcast um, on uh, that we release twice a week on Fridays and on Mondays which does very well and then when I finish the radio show I drive 20 minutes up the highway and I go and work on Entertainment Tonight Canada uh, which is just the exact same as ETUS only only we do it uh, only we do it in Canada and I've been doing that for 15 years in the radio show for 11. So I, I'm up at, I get up every day at four, just after 4 a.m. And I'm out the door by 5 a.m. I do the radio show until 10. I'm up at ET Canada from 10.30 until 5.30, drive home, sit in traffic, get home at about 6.30 every night. So that's my, that's my day, five days a week. Well, you know, not to get off topic too much, but, uh, Roz, man, I got to say, I saw that you had an interview with Madonna on YouTube. Do I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. It, it was from like, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years ago or something like that. But oh, there, yeah. there's an interview with you and Madonna, dude, on YouTube, man. It's got like yeah. a half a million views. Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't know. I had uh, no idea. I, I mean, I'm a Madonna fanboy, man. How Are is you? she? Yeah. Um, God, I'm trying to think. Was it a red carpet interview? Yeah, it, it was. It was a red carpet. So she opened. That's what it was. She opened a gym in uh, in in Toronto, and I interviewed Madonna on the on the red carpet. And Madonna is like Madonna's great. The thing that I I love, you know, uh, when it comes to those interviews is I love talking to the people who give you exactly what you want. You know, they give you exactly who you expect. And Madonna is like that, where when you sit down with Madonna, you get Madonna. When you sit down with Mariah Carey, you get Mariah Carey. When you sit down with Steve Carell, you get Steve Carell. He's one of the best at them. That whole process, in order for it to work really well for what they need and what I need, it's it's this sort of it's this agreement that you have between them, which is 
I don't know you and you don't know me, but for five minutes, you and I are going to sit here and act like best friends. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 I love and, that, it. and that, and and that's sort of what it is, you know, that's sort of the process of doing those interviews. And then, and then eventually you interview people over and over and over and over again, and you really get to, you know, you, you sort of build your own rapport with them. I, I think over the holidays, I interviewed Dolly Parton five, four times in two months. Oh, wow. You know? And yeah, Dolly Parton's incredible. You know, she's a hero of mine. And, and so, you know, you, you sort of get to know people um, a little bit better. And the longer you, you do this, the sort of better actual rapport that you have. So it's less faking and more just having a good time. But uh, you don't get that with Madonna. You're always faking it with Madonna and she's faking it with you. And that's what <laughs> makes her wonderful. <laughs> I love that, man. So I got just one question to ask you, Ross. Yeah. What do you think of the new Wonder Woman? Um, I, okay. To be honest, you want to be honest with you. Okay. So I, I, I had a, um, I watched, uh, God, I started to watch the new wonder woman about a week and a half before everybody else in the world got to see the new wonder woman. Cause I was interviewing Pedro Pascal and the feed wasn't working right. And then I wound up falling asleep and I got through about a you know, half of wonder woman as, as best that I, as best that I, as best that I could. And I am a giant fan of Pedro Pascal. And so I, I got to see his sort of, you know, marquee scenes when he's everything that he does is everything in that movie that he does. Um, I have always been reluctant to embrace DC as a whole. Um, there's just a lot of it that doesn't, sort of fit well with what I find aesthetically pleasing or, or when it comes to storytelling, I'm not a huge fan of Zack Snyder. And so I feel that I'm a little bit left, left out of the, of the DC universe and DC, their treatment and everything that went down with Ben Affleck, um, you know, really kills me because I, I, I was enjoying the idea of Ben Affleck as Batman. Um, but what I wanted to see was I wanted, I, I, I wanted to see Ben Affleck do Batman his way. And I wanted to, I wanted the movie when he signed up for Batman. One of the stipulations was that he was going to get to direct a Batman movie. And yeah. if you, if you remember the town, which oh, was, yeah. an, which oh, was an incredible God. movie. So it imagine, takes place in Boston, right? Yeah. Imagine the town, but only Batman. <laughs> Or even right? Jersey and, Girl too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but imagine the town, but as a Batman movie. That and would that's be pretty grungy. That's what we. It would be grungy, and that's what we didn't get with you know with with everything that went down with with Matt Damon with uh, with Ben Affleck and uh, and and Batman. And so I'm kind of bummed about that. I'm not a huge DC fan. Did I like Wonder Woman? Yeah, it was it was fine. When it comes to movies like that, I judge it however my kid judges it because yeah. I, I, there, there's times when I'm watching movies where I'm like I feel that I'm being a little bit too critical, and then I realize that they're not for me. And I have a ten year old daughter, and she watched Wonder Woman and she loved it. I'm like, okay, she loved it. It's great. It's yeah. great. Yeah, I thought Wonder Woman one was fantastic. Wonder Woman one was incredible. I love. Oh Wonder man, Wonder that was one, one of my yeah. favorite superhero movies actually ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I love thought, the first Wonder Woman. Yeah, and I love Gal Gadot. But long story short, man, the point I'm trying to get to is how did somebody in the entertainment business like you get into lawn <laughs> care? Well, like I was saying earlier, we bought this place and I am always looking to learn new skills. And I like to learn something new every single day. And I had all of this space and we had this lawn and it just, it was patchy and it was hard on the feet. And I knew I had to mow it because that's just what you do when you have a lawn. 
And then I just started becoming obsessed with uh, a golf course that was not that far down the road from me. And I was like, why can't my lawn look like that? I mean, it's like it's two kilometers away kind of thing. And uh, and that's sort of where it started. And I was like, well, what is it going to take for me to have like a really, really kick ass lawn? Because the year after that is when we put the pool in. And I was like, if I want this pool, I want it to look very sort of um, Hamptons like where if you look, if you see the pool that we have, there's not a big lot. There's not a lot of concrete or patio work around the pool. It's very it's only about 16 inches. And then you hit grass like the round my pool mm-hmm. is just grass with a tiny little bit of uh, pool coping. And that's the sort of aesthetic that we loved. And then I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, then we need a kick ass lawn. And then that is literally the day that I was like the perfect lawn enter. And that was when I sort of started to dive down into into everything in the lawn world. And, and then I found that, the lawn and then I found the lawn forum. And the lawn forum is like I see you all over the lawn forum making posts. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love the I I like the I I really really do. I think that everybody is uh everybody's really wonderful and there have been some incredible um people that have helped me out that have answered questions when I've DM'd them and I get a reply from them and I feel the way that you know fans of the show that I do feel when I send them a reply, I'm like, oh, like so and so wrote me back. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, oh my god! And I show it to my show it to Catherine. I'm like, I'm like Connor Ward just like wrote me and sent me a voice message, and she's like, okay, I have no idea. And I'm like, no, you don't understand what this means. Like this is incredible. Yeah, I saw you wearing the Lawn Rebel shirt uh, in one of your videos. I was talking to Brett earlier, and uh, he wanted me to ask you. What are you, what I'm not going to say what are your favorite lawn channels, but what yeah. are some lawn channels that you like to watch consistently? Um, uh, so I, I may watch things differently than than other people. So I watch I watch any content for two things. Um, one, I watch for the individual's knowledge or I will watch for personality. And sometimes you get both. And I and I find that whether you're watching cooking or mechanics or whatever it is, um, the idea of getting both is few and far between. But when you're in the the, the sort of lawn world. Um, Real quick, uh, Roz, my, yeah. my, my camera went black. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Do you want me to just keep talking until yeah, you yeah, can figure yeah, this go out? Ahead. Yeah, keep okay, talking. Cool. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And then, so what I what I realized is that in the lawn world, there was some incredible channels where you got both unbelievable knowledge as well as incredible personality. And the one thing that I've loved doing, just from a content point of view, and somebody who's been producing television um, for years and years and years now, is I love the evolution of a lot of these channels. If you go back and look at Connor's early videos, they're, he's very informative and you can tell that he knows what he's talking about, but he hadn't yet come into himself yet. And you can sort of see the evolution of Connor turning into this thing that he is now that we all, that we all sort of enjoy. And I love that. And I love that you can sit and you can watch the evolution of people. And he was somebody who wrote me back immediately and he had no reason to write me back. Um, he didn't know who I was. And I wrote him, I was just like, well, who's like the, the best guy. And I just wrote Connor a couple of times and just DM'd him. And he was always extremely helpful. Like I can, like it's so helpful and when he when he didn't have to be and um, Ryan Knorr is somebody else where if you go back Ryan Knorr's channel is incredible because you can actually watch the man learn 
And if you go back and watch all of Ryan Knorr's older videos and his knowledge and just how he delivers things and his process is so far advanced now than what it was when he first started. Like you, you really like you're almost watching the man um, get a university education because he's just got so smart with everything that he with everything that he does. But you can you're able to watch it on YouTube, which I think is just such a gift. Like it's so it's so incredible that you can go back and see everybody sort of where they started from the from the same place that you that you're starting. And if you actually go and you watch Connor from the beginning or you watch Ryan from the beginning. Um, or lawn tools or bread or anybody else, you know, you can actually see their evolution. And, um, and, and it's so easy to get stuck on the latest video and just only watch the latest and the latest and the latest. But the first thing I did when I, I found channels that I liked is I went back and I watched them from the very beginning. And then I literally watched everything that they did and watched their evolution. And so I love, I love knowledge and I love personality. And, um, and, you know, I, uh, big personalities are what draws people to, you know, to videos, you know, you need good video, great audio, kick-ass knowledge, and you got to be, you got to stand out. And it's, how do you stand out? Some people stand out by being the, the sort of most entertaining. Other people stand out by having the best lawn. And that's what sort of makes this community great. And, and you know, that brings me to a question that I saw in uh, the live stream earlier. Uh, you know, Ron Henry, he's a content creator. He's love really, Ron Henry. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. He's got an awesome lawn too down there he in Georgia. Uh, but aside from that, his production quality is top notch. And he asked you, what's your favorite microphone to use? I use the, I, I wish that I had it here. I don't have it here. My, my kit's not here. Um, I just, uh, my, my gear is uh, very basic. It's, I have, I shoot on the Canon. What did I say it was earlier? It was the Canon M50. M50. The, the Canon M50, and I have the Rode um, Micro um, with a with a big windsock on it, and then I built an arm, so I have uh, a tiny little tripod that I hold, and there's an arm, there's a bracket with a with a shoe underneath it, and then it sticks off off to the side, and then so I have the microphone, the the monitor flips up on the back of the camera so I can see myself and then the microphone is off to the side, but I use such a wide lens that I can still be close and get really, really great audio where it looks like I'm super far away because I'm using like an 18 mil lens. Um, but it, you get that sort of wide, that wide, wide frame. Angle. And so, yeah, the, the wide angle, but I never use, um, I never use a clip on mic. You, you told me after watching this setup, you're going to get a Sony though, right? Yeah, this is the, your camera is my next camera is a 6600, yeah. which is I, I can't wait. It's such a beautiful looking. It's such a beautiful looking picture. It's so crispy. Yeah. It yeah. Is. Right it's now awesome. I'm using a, right now I'm using a special picture profile on it called HLG three, but I don't want to get into the yeah. specifics. So. No, 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 no. And, and I will. And I will say this, too, you know, is one of the things that I, you know, that I look for when I'm watching a lot of these videos. And I'm not judging because people it's not it's not their job. They, they, you know, they, they all have jobs and they're doing lawn stuff. Um, but I pay very close attention to editing because that's just sort of what I do. I, I've lived in the world of editing and it's not just editing, it's storytelling. And every now and then you, I come across videos where it's just a great story and yeah. it might not be, it might not be the best lawn. Um, it might not be the, the best tutorial on how to use a, a mower or a sprayer or how to mix or how to do whatever, but they build a great story. 
And I think that that is that that's the the sort of area where I wanted to fit in, which was um, when I wanted to do lawn videos where I didn't have the knowledge to educate people on how to do things. Um, but I could tell a story. Yeah. And, you know, whether the story was somebody starting from scratch and then failing multiple times and, you know, trying again and building something and then, and, and, you know, and pouring sand all over your lawn and wondering if you just <laughs> killed it. Like I could do I could do story, you know, and that, that's sort of where I wanted to, to fit in was there was a lot of experts and there's a lot of big personalities. But I was just like, I'm just going to tell these little tiny stories. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I, I feel like that's what sets your long content apart from a lot of other content, because, I mean, like you said in one of your videos, you're not afraid to fail. You're not afraid to show the things that no. are bad. And I feel like a lot of people are stuck in this Instagram mentality where they feel like everything they produce needs to be picture content, including myself. I'm guilty of that, too. Yeah, I think failing is there. there's like not failing isn't fun you know like yeah. failing is failing is fun especially when you do this i don't get paid to do this right if this was my job and i depended on clients would i show myself failing on youtube probably not you know yeah, as much as as much as i do because you know you got to protect yourself but i think that when it's you're you're learning like i think that what's part of all of this is just so great is that it's a process and one of the things that you know you learn in a lot of videos early on is the worst thing you're going to do is kill it yeah, that's the apps. And it's right? just grass, like everybody it's says. It's just grass. Like, <laughs> like, I just like all the stress just sort of like went away after I realized that where I'm like, well, like, you know, three weeks of water and some good seed and it's back. Like, there's it's, a lot all, of people, it's all good. There's a lot of people in the lawn community that become divas when it comes to their lawns, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's uh, fine, too. And that's fine, too, because every industry you brought up Madonna earlier, every yeah. sort of thing needs all those personalities, you know, like the, the this the, the lawn world needs the divas and it needs the rebels and it needs the nerds and it needs all this stuff, because that's sort of what makes this world whole. You know, exactly. I, 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 I love a world where, you know, where where Ron and Brett and the lawn tools and Ryan and you and Connor and me, I, I love it that everybody just sort of kind of coexists in this uh in this world because it's nothing sort of without everybody you need the divas you need all those individuals yeah. and, and it's like you said man i mean the community is fantastic here i started making youtube videos like uh, not even a half a year ago i mean yeah. in the beginning of the pandemic and you know they've been very welcoming of me and i, I appreciate that man it really it really means a lot so uh real quick i do want to say uh i don't know if you mind raza if we take a few phone calls in no please if that's all right with you yeah uh i'm going to uh open up the phone line man i don't know what's going on with my camera you could still hear that's me okay. though right yeah, i can yeah yeah we're all good we're still here all right we're gonna accept phone calls here uh in a minute if any of you guys if any of you guys want to call in uh and say hi uh me and Roz will be here if you guys have any questions uh brett sucks asked who did you make up <laughs> today uh i did did you <laughs> yeah, I, I remember yeah. you made a video about that, which doesn't surprise me since you're in show business. Right. Yeah. No. I uh, I have a uh, I have multiple makeup kits in and around the house because anytime, especially now during COVID, that I have to be ready to go on camera. So I didn't do a full makeup job. I just did a little bit of powder because I've had a rough couple of days. Leave me alone. Hey, did you have a rough New Year's? <laughs> nah, it was fine. Um, we we just chilled. We we did a puzzle. We watched a movie and um, dressed up in stupid outfits and took pictures of each other. And it was wonderful. 
Yeah, I saw those outfits that you guys were taking, man. Was that like for like a fashion show or something? <laughs> no, no, no. It was it a fashion show? What the hell do you think that I do on my holidays? You think I do fashion shows on my hey, holidays? Man. No. Hey, you got some pretty schnazzy pictures up on the Google. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I, um, I, we do because I, I'm close with my, my brother and his wife and then also Catherine's family lives on the West coast. And so, uh, we just do secret Santa. And every time I like to do when it comes to secret Santa, because you don't know who's buying for you, I just ask for crazy things. And so I asked for rose colored glasses, a pink mesh tank top, <laughs> uh, uh, fun socks, fun socks, and a tactical flashlight. And well, then I just like to, and then I just like to see if I get it all. Dude, that sounds like I, you're up I, to no I, good. I, with yeah. all that <laughs> yeah exactly and i and i did because I, I like to put a list together where somebody looks at it and like what the hell is he gonna do with all this um so that's uh that's it was all christmas presents my whole outfit was just christmas presents <laughs> uh, i'm over here i'm looking uh in the questions uh i i know a lot of people are talking about the m50 in the comments uh what makes you want to upgrade your camera because there's a lot let me tell you you're not the only one in the long community that uses the m50 yeah, there's no, a and, lot and, of people. Yeah, no, no, and, and I'll tell you the I'll tell you the M the M fifty. We got a phone call. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Welcome. You're live on the air. Who's this? What's up, George? Who's this? It's James. Oh, James, James. What's going on, What's buddy? What's going on? Not much, you? Uh, not much, man. Hey, I I heard that you had a. I saw you had a question earlier in the live stream. Sorry, I didn't get to it. Did you want to ask Roz anything? Uh, not that I can think of. About right the offhand. snow content, I think. <laughs> yeah. What was do you have any plans, George, to do any snow content, or is it the snow that is uh not enough here for you? Uh, well, you know, I mean, in Chicago, it hasn't really been snowing too much. I did that snowblower video a few days ago, and uh, I actually had to, like, scoop the, the snow in, like, a pile just so I could wow. actually just so I can actually blow some snow. It was just wow. kind of a dusting. Yeah, no, we don't have nearly enough snow up here to actually do snow content. I, I brought the snowblower out for the first time. Uh, this morning, actually, and I, the only reason why I brought the snowblower out was because the snowplow had gone down and just covered the bottom of the driveway, and we wouldn't be able to get the Kia out of the driveway. So I just like two seconds, and I was done. But there's just not enough snow here to do to do any sort of snow content. We don't have it this year. Hey, you know, uh, I was gonna say, Roz, uh, I know James is thinking about starting a channel just based on like snow removal content. Is there any kind of tips that you can give him for starting YouTube? Uh, yeah. Hey, listen, man. I mean, YouTube is not, I'm no expert on YouTube. Most of my entertainment uh, most, in general. Yeah, no, no. But most of my audience is, is Instagram and television and radio and, and everything else and podcasts and Apple. Uh, YouTube is its own place and breaking into YouTube is like breaking into nothing else. There's everywhere else crosses over. Right. All the other social medias cross over Twitter and Instagram and everything else. They all cross over. YouTube is its own is its own place. And I have such respect for people who can break in and build an audience on on YouTube. And I, and I I'll tell you, like I, I did. I got I swear to you, I'm not even lying in the first um, in the. Uh, when I had started YouTube, I got a notification from where I work 
that we had i don't even know what it was a million plus downloads of uh, of, a, of a of a podcast and i did a star wars review um which went viral and had like a million views on youtube and i remember it was that day that i got the notification from youtube that says you have a hundred subscribers and when I got a hundred subscribers on YouTube, it was like the greatest day of my life because it's just like something that was so foreign to me. And I had all this incredible, you know, feedback from audiences on all these other different platforms. But getting to a hundred subscribers on YouTube was huge. So celebrate that. Like even if you're doing stuff, whether it's snow removal content or whatever it is, celebrate all of your all of your successes. Absolutely. Uh- Awesome, James. Uh, I know that my video went out, but James, do you have uh, any other questions for us? Um, if you were interested in doing another possible side-by-side snow removal, Toro versus whatever video, I have a person that I do their driveway for, uh, pretty much all solid ice if you'd be interested in doing a video at some point, I might knock it out tomorrow. Um, if you'd be interested, I'd let you come and do a side by side on the driveway. Well, Hey man, Hey man, I'll tell you what, I got my plate right now kind of filled with content, but, uh, if you need any tips or anything, just hit me up, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, and, uh, I'll help give you some pointers if you want to start making some videos. What's your uh, view on the ego blowers? The ego uh, leaf blowers? Snow blowers. Oh, I, you... I haven't personally yeah. tried them, but I heard good things. What kind of snow blower do you have, Ross? Toro. Oh, okay. Which one do you know? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh,. Well, we'll go ahead and uh, keep that in mind, James. Thanks for calling, bud. Not a problem, George. All right, take care. Somebody had asked earlier. Hold on, I want to get back to this this question because, um, where are we here? Um, uh, Lawn journeys. They said, "Do you shoot in 4K with your M50, and what is your preferred configuration for frames per second?" Uh, no, I do not shoot in 4K. Um, at all. It's too cumbersome to work with. And I, 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 sh- I cut everything in final cut. And when you're shooting in 4k, even using a proxy file or proxy media, it's like moving an elephant around. It's too, it's too <laughs> cumbersome when it's just going on YouTube. I don't, I shoot in 1080 and, uh, frames per second. I am sort of old school and I know that everybody was like shooting 4K with 60 frames per second and do these incredible slow-mo shots <laughs> where I don't. I shoot 24 frames per second and I edit in a 24P timeline and that's just the way that I like it. And you don't slow diddly squat down? No. <laughs> nice, man. I feel like YouTube's kind of getting oversaturated with people using slow motion. Yeah, there's people, though, but don't get me wrong. There's people that are really, really good at it, and there's people that do, like, lawn videos that are but really, really good at using slow-mo. Yeah, but I'll tell you, okay, if you want to, if you are interested in shooting stuff right now and you don't have an A6600 and you don't have an M50 and you don't have a budget, um, if you have a phone, an iPhone, or I think it's on Android as well, the best app that you can get to shoot with is Filmic Pro. And Filmic Pro, like, 
energizes and puts your phone camera, your Apple camera on absolute steroids, where it is the picture quality that you can get from Filmic Pro just using your your iPhone camera. Um, it allows you to, you can rack focus with it. You can lock focus with it. You wow. can um, do, you can adjust exposure from subject to background um, with it. And the picture quality, it'll shoot in 4K. It will, it is it just, and it's not a free app. So I think, I don't even know what it is, like maybe 20 or $30 or something like that. But if all you have and you want to get into shooting is all you have is your phone, um, download Filmic Pro and then watch a couple of YouTube videos on how to use it. It's Filmic. So it's F-I-L-M-I-C Pro. And it's a game changer for somebody who's just getting into it. And then you can go on Amazon and buy a $25, dollars uh, dollar gimbal. And you yeah. can just shoot yourself, shoot yourself with a gimbal and your iPhone. And just know this, because I think that everybody has realized this when you're doing um, lawn vids, which is this. People will tolerate bad video. Yeah. People will not tolerate bad audio. Uh, absolutely, you, man. You can sit there and watch a video that the picture quality is like, meh. But you can understand what they're saying. Nobody is going to watch a 4K video with terrible audio. It's just that is the way human beings are designed. Nobody's going to do it. So if you have to spend money on either a gimbal or a new tripod or better microphone, always go for the better microphone. Always. And I absolutely agree with you, Ron. And I kind of got got off, got caught up in that whole like wanting the best video quality and I select on my audio, but I have picked up my audio in, you know, in the recent times, but real quick, I do want to give a super special shout out to a few guys in the community that I just saw that showed up. What's going on? Uh, uh, Jimmy Lewis. And we got the notorious long creeps, Mr. Uh, freestyle soil rapper himself. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> He just released a freestyle rap video about soil yesterday, man. It was pretty late. If uh, any of you yeah. guys are in the podcast and want to see it, make sure you go head on over to Long Creeps channel. It, it, and it has like that that old school like 8 Mile Eminem vibe too, man. I, I love it. I, I love it too, I love dude. It. I love it. And then Lawn Whisperer, I see him in the chat. Uh, I do want to let you guys know that we are going to be hosting the Lawn Whisperer uh, next Saturday. Uh, he'll be on the show, so we look forward to be interviewing him, get to know him a little bit more, and uh, learn more about his lawn and his hobbies and things like that. Uh, do you watch Lawn Whisper? I do. I watch everybody, man. Man, dude, you're all around, dude. I do. That, that you know, that's a good feeling, man. We appreciate it. And I see Jason Seberlich in the chat too. What's up, Jason Seberlich? Hey, I do yeah, want to. I, I do want to. Jason says this proper EQ and compression, even just a built in mic on your phone, does pretty well. Yeah. I'll tell you, if you're using EQ and compression, you are way ahead of me because uh, <laughs> I don't even I don't even do that. I use audio straight out of the, the, the road mic into the camera. I rarely I rarely tweak uh, tweak audio. Most but of I know the when you're in the radio station, they they definitely add compression, right? Oh my God. It's like I had said, they had said when they were building us our new studio, they had said, what do you want your microphone to sound like? And I said, tits and thunder. <laughs> Dude. 
at the same time just smacking each other man exactly i was like tits and thunder make it sound like that and he's like i don't know what that is and i was like you can figure it out and then so he did and i have the i i have the engineers put together he's like sorry i'm not into that i have the i have the greatest compression and eq um in the business right now hands down what what microphone do you guys use at the radio station i'm just curious Uh, we use neumann's Oh man, those are like yeah. four or five thousand dollar microphones. Yeah, yeah. We and we have the little ones too. I used to have the big ones. We used to have these big giant hanging Neumanns that would just be on these just mesh wire systems. Yeah. Uh, now now they're smaller. They're only about it's about my microphone is about the size of like one of the mini cans of like club soda kind of thing. It's small. It's small. Um, but they're incredible. The the sound is just is amazing. And the the video, um, the the video setup that we have is we have a multi-camera um, studio in the radio station so we have my camera my partner's camera mocha's camera two guest cameras a wide and then the other room camera so we have like six cameras i believe and the way that it is is we don't have a switcher that sits in the show live switching so all of the microphones the software that we use is that the microphones are triggered by whoever's talking and so yeah. it just goes right. And so we, if I'm talking, it's my cameras on. If somebody laughs, and you can adjust the sort of the the sensitivity to things. So you don't want every mic to go off as soon as somebody talks. You can have it say if it's more than a second and a half or two seconds, then it's going to switch over. Um, but uh, but that's what we use. And so you guys record live for the video show as well. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, we record pretty. Is much. Is that like I would, on iHeartRadio, or where can no, I see that if I want to watch it? Uh, just on um, a, a lot of it is the YouTube pages for the stations that run the that run the show. So, um, Kiss ninety two point five on their YouTube page, you can see, or sorry, not YouTube, um, uh, Instagram. Um, that stuff lives way better. Our our content is way better on Facebook and Instagram than it does uh, than it does on YouTube. Yeah, I, you know, my, I, I think my, I'm having some issues with my camera. With See, char- should have char- used the Canon. I'm using one of those cheap uh, Amazon charging blocks that I have it attached oh, to. Right. You yeah, know, those yeah, ones yeah. that charge iPhones at like 1% per 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I need to it's upgrade. Okay. We, can, we can keep rolling. We can keep rolling. Yeah, I just need to upgrade that. But uh, uh, <laughs> Brett said, looks like. I need some. Uh, I need a team helping him. That's <laughs> 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 funny. And Lawn Whisper yeah. said, "Had to dig to the bottom of the barrel for next week." No, nah, man, not even, dude. I look Come forward on. to yours, dude. You were yeah. one of the first people I wanted to have on the podcast, man. So I'm yeah. glad that you know we're finally getting you on. Yeah, no, I I agree, and it's um it's great to see all the all the comments from people because I'm just I'm such a fan. Like this is the one area of life where because I'm I'm just I've, I've fallen so out of love with things like music and uh hollywood and you know movies and doing interviews and all that stuff because it's just it's just work like like it's just it's just what you do and then eventually you do for long enough and you're it's just it's just part of your job um but i'm just like looking at all the names that are popping up here and i'm like man i spent like if you even knew like if you even knew like if ron henry knew that i have (laughs) I've been late for an interview with some Academy Award winning star because I was sitting in my hotel room watching one of his videos. Like if he even knew, you know what I mean? Like, like it's just, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm I'm sure that touches a special place. Yeah, man. I'm such fans of all these guys. Absolutely. 
I'm sure that touches a special place in Ron Henry's heart, man. <laughs> I mean, who who cares about celebrities when you could watch him in that awesome Bermuda he has? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and and Ber- when it comes to Bermuda, I think that I've seen Bermuda because I uh, I've been to Mexico a whole bunch of times, and I've traveled all over the all over the U.S. I've been to Florida, I don't even know a hundred times or something like that. Uh, but uh, but no, no, I I've I've seen all the different types of grass, and it always amazes me. Um, what it uh, what it feels like when you're used to this sort of northern cool season lawn. Um, I always love going to the south and uh, seeing what a lot of their their grass feels like on the bare feet. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I'm gonna let my camera charge for a second while we're talking, uh, sure, and then I'll, I'll I'll turn it back on. <laughs> hey, you know so they, they say <laughs> they say buy it nice or buy it twice, man, and exactly. that's the feeling I'm getting when it comes to this charging block. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, Ron Henry's awesome. I've been watching for a long time. Did you watch our podcast that we did? It was awesome having him on. I, I did. Yeah. 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 I, I watch you guys. Yeah. Because Ron is, I, I like, geez, Ron's one of the guys where, when we were talking earlier, where you're like super, there, there's the super knowledgeable and then you, the, the personalities and Ron was always one of the guys where he was able to break down procedure very efficiently. And even though I even though I didn't know what the hell he was talking about, because I didn't know the language and I didn't know the shorthand of it. Um, But he was really, really good with breaking down his his uh, his procedure. And then what I did is I just sort of used guys like Ron Henry as a gateway. And so I was like, I have I was I was like watching YouTube videos and I'm like, I'm not ready for Ron Henry. But I will write down five things that he said, and I'm going to go and research all of that on my on my own. And then eventually I went back and rediscovered his videos once I sort of knew what the hell he was talking about. Um, but no, he's one of those guys where he breaks down stuff that's very – he's very good at it. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Brett's Grasscapades, he asked uh, when you were coming to Florida again, man. Apparently, man. Uh, uh, you know, him and uh, – and the lawn care nut are starting to actually invite a lot of people to come visit them, a lot of the lawn tubers, man. So I think I'm going to take a trip down there myself here pretty soon. I would. However, I uh, I cannot see myself getting onto an airplane and heading to the United States of America anytime soon. <laughs> Canada's the Hey, look who's in the building. What? Yo, what's uh, going on, Connor, man? Thank you so much for stopping by, bud. Yeah, Connor is. Uh, I was saying this earlier. Connor has been the Connor. Connor was the guy, the first like Connor's the first guy that wrote me back when I wrote him, and he was exceptionally helpful. And I was like fanboying all over the place, and he continues to be helpful. Connor, even even now, I could I could I could write him, and um, I know that he'll 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 get back. And I, and I don't say that as and I have a direct line to Connor Ward. I just mean that it's a, just such a testament to. Um, who he is, because when you ask him a question, he's very, he's very direct. And, you know, he's such a huge personality that I, I love to watch his videos so much that he's, he's a massive personality. Um, but he's also just like extremely helpful and um, has been so good to me that I can't thank him enough. Uh, and I feel the exact same way, man. I think we could all admit Connor's the one that got us into the Greens Master train, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> F him. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> it cost me a lot of money. That son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Not only a lot of money, man, a lot of time. Yeah. But, you know, like, yeah, I'll tell you. 
like I said before, that this this sort of community and this sort of world, you know, it needs everybody, right? Like it needs the it needs the the scientists and it needs the rebels and it needs the nerds and it needs the divas and it needs everything. And um, Connor has carved out his part of this world um, so incredibly well that um, that he's he's he's. Um, I, I really respect him. I think that when you when you start from you know from this and you just sort of have this idea of I kind of want to do this and I want to build my personality, but how much do I want to show? And you know he's you watch him just sort of evolve over the years. And uh, he's a fantastic YouTube personality, man. He is like he Connor Ward could do a cooking show. Connor Ward could do a lawn show. <laughs> Connor Ward could fix small two stroke engines. Uh, Connor Ward <laughs> could tell you how to online shop. He could if he was. <laughs> You know, it, like it, he could he could make shoes, and you would watch him do it because he's an incredible personality. <laughs> and, and that since we're on the topic of talking about lawn tubers, man, I saw a question earlier in the chat that said, if you could invite any lawn tuber to come mow your lawn, who would it be? Well, I asked Connor to come up, um, and then all this COVID crap and everything else happened. Uh, I don't want anybody to come up to my place, like for me, because I watch all the videos like you, like. You know, I would just want to go to their place. Like, I want to go and kick it with Ryan Nor's little tiny dogs and, you know, ask him, ask him the question that everybody else is asking, which is, why the hell are you not real mowing in your backyard? Like, we've been, <laughs> I've, been, I've been watching you for five years now and you're still rotary mowing in the backyard. It makes no, it makes no sense to me. Like, I love the guy, but I find it aggravating because I'm like, how have you not graduated to real mowing in the backyard, man? I like, don't think he's going to be It's driving me nuts. I don't think he's going to be upgrading uh, or real mowing in the backyard anytime soon because he just threw down all that tall turf type festival. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. And uh, and he's another guy that's really, really good with things. He's um, He is... Uh, he's sort of a level above a lot of people when it comes to video. I think that Ryan really, really, and we talked about this earlier, which is storytelling. And there's a couple of videos that Ryan's done where he's not even doing lawn things. And he's just telling different stories where he brings up the hot car and does the aerial shots and everything else. And he's, you know, way above anything that I would just, I don't have to, anybody, anybody got time for that. Um, but I, <laughs> but, but it's, but it's appreciated, you know, it's, it's appreciated because I think that he's somebody who respects this world a whole lot. And, um, and wants to just tell great stories and that's to me what it's what it's all about it's just great stories yeah man like his presidential day video real quick i do want to let you guys know that uh there's a phone number here on the screen if any of you guys want to call in and say what's up uh uh just remember you can give us a call but yeah like his presidential day video i mean <laughs> when he was uh, like showing the bridges of madison county i mean that was yeah. like epic dude yeah I mean, it was epic it's epic and he was playing, I forgot, like, I think there was like FDR that he was playing in the background, dude. That was yeah, like, yeah, no, like... no, he does. He does. And I, I love, I really, really, really respect the amount of respect that he has for, for this world. I think that he takes it very seriously. And again, you know, when you go back and you watch Ryan's early videos, it's like watching somebody get a, a university education. He has just gotten so smart from when he started and um, it's incredible. It's awesome. Yeah, and like you said, man, we got to all grow together. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you, Raz, uh, I know that you don't put out long con content all the time, but when you do, it makes a bang. Is there anything that we could look out from you in, like, 2021 or anything like that? Yeah, I'm going to try and do more. See, the problem was is that this summer um, we did a huge reno. I added 
um, we added 700 square feet to the to the cottage and it was supposed to be done early spring but because of covid and everything else it just got pushed push 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 and so we actually didn't wrap that project until october so the vast majority of my time um, was dealing with with that and there was just no way to to, to shoot content um and and do everything but next year i'm gonna get i'm gonna get right back into it i got a lot of the things going on next summer or this summer i guess it would be i got a lot of stuff going on this summer but um but doing um doing lawn videos and and i may start doing um i may do cooking videos and lawn videos i may just sort of sort of build build it out and uh and do and do backyard cooking videos with lawn videos sort of every other week when i can who's your favorite uh youtube uh cooking guy um there's a lot i mean i geez again it's it's like it's like do you want expertise or do you want personality um one of the things that i'm really interested in and really into is sous vide so sous vide is cooking in a water bath in um do you know what i'm talking about do i have to explain what a sous vide is do you know what that is it's kind of like um what do they call that uh like poaching kind of sorry yes okay so what you have is you know let me i'm gonna use a can of strongbow so a sous vide is like a big wand and it's digital and you put this you put this you submerge this in water and it rotates water underneath it and then you take a steak and you put a steak in either a ziploc bag or you can um uh, not shrink wrap it suck all the air out of it put it in a bag and then you put it in and it cooks things to a precise temperature and then you take this steak out and the steak is perfectly cooked top to bottom it looks terrible and it's gray and then what you do is you take that and you just blast it on an incredibly hot pan for like 30 40 seconds on either side and it will be the greatest steak you've ever had you could buy a six dollar steak and it will be better than what you get anywhere else so like sous vide cooking so like there's a, a web a, a web uh, a youtube channel called sous vide everything which is this guy again we're talking about personalities he is this incredible personality and so knowledgeable and it's just him and his friends sitting around cooking steak and duck and whatever else you want to throw in the sous vide and he fails all the time and that's what i'm a big fan of is i like people who do these things where they just like constantly fail and you don't delete the video it's like you still when you have a video where you fail and then it's not about failing it's when you have to sit there and edit it you're just like i'm editing a video that i'm going to post it was an absolute disaster and I failed. And that's really where it hurts is in the <laughs> editing room, right? It's when you're sitting there and it's midnight. You're like, oh my God, like even when this is done, I still look like a failure. And then you post that and they do that all the time on sous vide, everything. They do that all the time. They fail all the time and it's always entertaining. And, and you know, not a lot of the viewers know here, but you were actually on the show Chopped, right? I was, yeah. Chopped, yeah they, they, did this, um, they did a celebrity version in uh, in Canada here. And I did that. Um, and you three, actually won three years right, ago, right? You I came played? second. I came second. I came second to one of the guys from Bare Naked Ladies. You know that band, the Bare Naked Ladies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been five <laughs> weeks since you looked at me. It's uh, been so Stephen. <laughs> yeah, so Stephen Page. I came second to Stephen Page, and that entire process still haunts me because I don't think I should have lost. Oh man, well, what was the final dish that you made? Um, 
I'm trying to remember what it was because you oh, on Chomp you open the mystery basket, right? And yeah. it's whatever is whatever's in the mystery basket. But I think that the I think that the way that it works is that your final dish is the dessert. Um, and I never made dessert before in my life. And I think that what I did was I think I made dessert nachos, which was I took phyllo pastry and cut them into little triangles and awesome. put them in the deep fryer. And one of the things in the mystery basket was a creme brulee. And I remember if you chop the top off the the sort of flame top off the creme brulee what was inside the creme brulee it looked like melted nacho cheese and oh, i remember I, I remember using phyllo pastry and making nachos and then pouring the creme brulee over top of that because it looked like melted cheese and then i made a raspberry reduction with um with sugar and 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 something else and then i used that and it looked like a salsa so basically i made a dessert nachos it looked just like nachos but everything was was sweet uh, and so that's what i made and i, I didn't win Man, my mouth is watering right now, man. I'm a big fan of uh, baklava, so that sounds oh, like it'd be even go. better. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. It's similar, right? Yeah, very, very, very. Yeah, dude, that that's awesome. Hey, man, well, you know what? Second's not bad, man. At least they didn't boot you off, you know, in the beginning of the show. <laughs> no, I didn't go out first. <laughs> mm. But that, that show took, they picked me up at 7 a.m., and I got home at 2 a.m. You guys filmed the whole show in one day? Yeah, at 7 a.m. they picked me up at home, and I got home at 2 a.m. It was the longest shoot day I've ever been on. It was It was basically, you get to, yeah, I, got to the, I got to set at 8 a.m., and we wrapped at 1.30 a.m. Yeah, so, I mean, by probably by the end of the shoot, man, people were just all tired and ready to go home, man. <laughs> Yeah, because the, the, the trick with that show is, and I think like a lot of cooking shows, is that if you, if you notice, so when you have four chefs in the kitchen, um, it's absolute madness and it's chaos and there's stuff everywhere and there's flour everywhere and there's pans and everything's a disaster. And then when you finish your dish, you turn around and you give it to the judges. But if you see it on television, that kitchen behind you that was just two seconds ago a disaster is now spotless. And so when you actually, when you do these shows, when you do a show like Chopped, um, the one thing that the judges are not allowed to judge you on is temperature. They can't dock you points if something is cold because everything they eat is cold. So when you do Chopped, you cook your dish and you finish it and they say, okay, hands off, you're done. And then you do hands off, you're done. And then they take your dish and the judges don't get your dish for another 90 minutes after that. Wow. Wow. Because they, because they bring a crew in to clean up the entire kitchen. So when they shoot that reverse shot where the kitchen is now behind you, everything is spotless. So well, it takes between, it takes between 90 minutes and two hours to clean the kitchen. Dude, I think that would be a perfect segue for you to get into cooking on YouTube because I mean, look at look at the that one girl who finished second place on American Idol. I mean, yes. she ended up being bigger than Clay Aiken. Yeah, that's true. Uh, You're what right. was her name? You're Kelly right. Clarkson, right? Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I think right. Uh, I don't know. No, no, don't Kelly. Know. No, no, Kelly. Kelly won. She was with um, Justin Guarini, um, if you remember from season one of uh, of American Idol. And then they did that terrible movie called From Justin to Kelly, which I don't oh, know why I yeah. remember that. Yeah, it was awful. I still remember that, dude. I definitely still remember that. But yeah. uh, uh, I do think we're going to start to wrap up here pretty soon. Yeah, man. Um, but hey, Roz, man, I mean, <laughs> dude, this was an awesome interview. I'm so happy that you came on the show. No, I have. Uh, I just want to thank you and everybody else. Like I said, I am 
I'm new to this and I have mad respect for all of you guys. And it's such a fantastic community and there's just so many knowledgeable people out there. And, um, and, and it's, and it's wonderful. And I don't, and I don't know if you guys as all individuals sort of know the impact that you have on people who are just starting out because I relied on each and every one of you and especially the lawn form. Like that place has been such an education for me. Like it's incredible. And, uh, and yeah, man. So just, thank you all like so much everybody has just been incredibly incredibly awesome yeah and i totally agree if everybody here watching this live stream could uh smash that like button we would really appreciate it it'll help us reach more people in the algorithm uh not just in the future but i mean also for for this uh live cast as well i'm sure that there's going to be a lot of viewers and things like that also don't forget we're live streaming this podcast on apple podcast google podcast and Spotify. So if you guys have those platforms, just uh, search America's Top Lawns. You'll find it. Add it to your playlist. Subscribe to the channel. Um, yeah. But uh, I do want to thank you, Roz, again for stopping by. I truly yeah, appreciate man. it. I truly, this was an awesome interview, bud. And <clears throat> I know you're a celebrity there in Canada, man. And I know you didn't have to take the time to do this. So, I mean, to me, that really honestly just, you know, touches my heart. And you know, just for somebody starting off in the lawn scene and, you know, being able to talk to guys like you and Brad and yeah. Jimmy and everybody else, man. I mean, it's just it's fantastic. Yeah. No, I uh, I appreciate you and uh, everything that you're everything that you're doing. I love anybody who does their part to sort of bring the community together. And so. Uh, so thank you. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. I had a real great time. Likewise, guys. Uh, and everyone else, we'll see you next week with the Lawn Whisperer. And uh, Raza, you know, if you're not too busy, stop by. I mean, you know, we always uh, love to talk to you and explore your brain a little bit. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, you got it. Things like that. So with yeah. that, we'll see you guys later, all right? Right on. Take care. Later.